Today in Science from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Godzilla wasp swims so its young can burst out of caterpillars? In non-election news, microgaster Godzilla dives to find a caterpillar, forces it to the surface, and injects it with a baby that eats the host from the inside out. By Matt Simon. Thank you for joining us for this brief bit of election counter-programming that may or may not make you feel better depending on how you feel about parasitic wasps. Because sure, we're all stressed the hell out, but at least a wasp hasn't injected you with an egg that hatches into a larva that feeds on your nutrients before erupting out of your body. But let me back up. The caterpillar stage of the aquatic moth Elophila turbata lives in the freshwater ecosystems of Africa and Asia. It's a waste-not-want-not kind of critter, feeding on vegetation floating at the surface and using the material to build a case as a protective home. It situates its case amidst the vegetation, just below the waterline. There it lives a peaceful life, munching along, growing bigger, making bigger cases every so often, not worrying about elections. Then a female microgaster Godzilla comes along. That scientific name is not a mistranslation, or a weird bit of Latin, but a very intentional honorific that researchers bestowed upon a species of parasitoid, meaning a parasite that kills its host, wasp, in a new paper in the Journal of Hymenoptera Research. The Godzilla of pop culture emerges from the sea to make life miserable for humans, and this wasp does the same for moth caterpillars. Also, Godzilla once fought Mothra, and the microgaster Godzilla menaces the caterpillars of aquatic moths. I'm guilty of naming many species with funny names, says the study's lead author, Jose Fernandez Triana, of the Canadian National Collection of Insects. In the past, I named one key lime pie, and I have named a wasp genus Toblerone after the Toblerone chocolate bar. I named one after Crocodile Dundee, an Australian species, of course. We have some fun, and why not, he asks. Crocodile Dundee ain't got nothing on our Godzilla wasp, though. To watch it in action, the researchers collected aquatic caterpillars from ponds in Japan and reared the wasps that emerged. They then set each wasp loose in an aquarium in the lab with 20 more caterpillars and recorded the ensuing chaos with a video camera. The footage on Wired's website puts any Godzilla film to shame for lack of inventiveness. The wasp strolls along the vegetation that the Elophila turbata frequents, searching for an aquatic caterpillar in its case. When the parasitoid finds one, it taps the case with its antennae and dives down to pull it out of the protective shell. 
Fleeing for its life, the caterpillar surfaces into the vegetation above its home, only for the wasp to emerge from the water Godzilla-style. The wasp grabs hold of the caterpillar and drives its ovipositor into the squishy body, injecting a single egg. Unfortunately for the caterpillar, that egg soon hatches into a larva, which feeds on its insides. Exactly what it's eating at the beginning, Fernandez Triana can't yet say. It may be fluids, it may be tissues that are not essential for the caterpillar's survival. The reason for that is to allow the caterpillar to accumulate enough nutrients, Fernandez Triana says. That is, the parasite wants to keep its host alive to ensure a steady stream of fresh food. These wasps, they start eating fat tissue, but they don't touch the major organs, he continues. So the caterpillar is parasitized. I'm sure it's not feeling well at all, but it continues to live. Eventually, though, the caterpillar outlives its usefulness to the wasp. The parasite has grown big enough to make its dramatic escape and to devour the rest of its host alive. At that point, the wasp larva will come out of the caterpillar, pretty much like in the original Alien movie, to spin a cocoon from which an adult wasp will eventually emerge, says Fernandez Triana. Needless to say, the caterpillar dies after this. This species of aquatic moth is not alone in its travails. Other wasp species menace other aquatic caterpillars. This behavior is rare, but has been documented in well over 100 species from 11 different families, says Robert Zuparco, a curatorial assistant at the California Academy of Sciences who studies wasps, but wasn't involved in this work. What may be unique here, though, is that the researchers captured the encounter on camera in the lab. The upside is it allowed them to observe the wasps and caterpillars in a controlled environment, free from complicating factors like weather and other animal species butting in. The downside is that it's not a one-for-one -one replication of natural conditions, which means the interaction between parasite and host might be subtly different in the wild. Now, I know you're thinking it. Is the wasp larva also mind-controlling the caterpillar? Good question. It certainly wouldn't be the first wasp to do so. A whole genus of different species called Glyptopantales inject up to 80 eggs into a single caterpillar. The eggs hatch into larvae and feed on their host's insides, then all burst en masse from its body. But they've taken care not to fully consume the caterpillar and, in fact, have somehow convinced it perhaps by releasing some kind of chemical while inside, to protect the larvae as they spin their cocoons. The poor bastard will violently lash out at any predator that comes near. But it appears that the Godzilla wasp larva doesn't modify the behavior of its moth caterpillar host, Fernandez Triana says. This may have to do with predation. Presumably, the Glyptopantales wasps evolved the ability to turn their hosts into bodyguards because they were under intense pressure from predators on the hunt for the vulnerable young. It may be that the Godzilla wasp larva just doesn't face the same kind of threat and can devour its host and be done with it. So at least our aquatic caterpillar doesn't suffer the indignity of its parasite putting it to work or have to live through another election. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.